Well, uh, thanks, Kennedy, for uh, being willing to be a part of this podcast today. Uh, just trying to throw out examples of what a real story would look like, a real gospel story of someone's life when they're saying it. And uh, Kennedy, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Brian. How are you? Good. Are you uh, going to camp somewhere for uh, March Madness basketball? I am, yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I, I might be uh, looking for you and your crew a little later, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> always a fun, fun tradition. Yeah. Any, anyway, um, Kennedy's uh, just a fantastic young lady. She she serves with students and children at our church. Uh, I know that uh, my, my my boys just think very highly of her and uh, the just kind of that big sister kind of figure in, in someone's life. And you're helping people find Jesus. Um I'm hoping you can help people find their story today now. Yeah. So uh, why don't you give it a shot? Tell us okay. your gospel story. Um, so I was baptized um, after I received the gift of the Holy Ghost when I was about 11. Um, I grew up in a Pentecostal church. And so my faith throughout middle school and high school um, was kind of just on the I don't know, lower end of, you know, there's not much going on in the middle school and high school life for me, at least. Um, so my faith wasn't really tried. It was, you know, I went to church, I was involved in youth group um, and just all the different parts of church. And so then I went to college, I left Pennsylvania and I came to Wisconsin. So that was a big move. Um, and a big part of that was finding now a new church to go to. Um, and this is when I would say that my faith just wasn't a priority um, because I would go to church on the weekends when I would, you know, come visit here in Muskego. Um, but I didn't really put any effort into finding a community in college. Um, I tried a couple, but, you know, I saw it as, well, this isn't exactly how I grew up or this isn't what I'm used to. So I kind of just didn't really give it a chance. Um, and so for that, I feel like I really just didn't make it a priority to grow in my faith in college. Um, and so, you know, I still went on the weekends and was involved, but not nearly as much. And so yeah, when you're not surrounded a, with the, the, the people who are going somewhere together, it, yeah, fact of the matter is we don't, we don't tend to do much on our own consistently, <laughs> do we? Right, right. Yeah. But I didn't feel, you know, I guess I didn't really feel it is important enough to do it on my own, like for myself, you know? Um, and so, um, so that was the first couple of years. And then I would say for talking about fall, I would say, um, I started dating this guy and, you know, I thought, okay, I knew that his dad was a pastor. So I knew that he had grown up in church that he, you know, knew God and he knows the truth. And so it was really good. Um, and then I would say my senior year of high school, I'm sorry, of college. Um, so we started doing long distance. And so he was in Baltimore. We were doing that. That was fine. And then he moved to Arizona and I was coming up on graduation and the question of, would you move in with me? And I thought about it and I was like, yeah, sure. Like I would do that. I would move, you know, we've been doing long distance. So sure. Um, all the while knowing that that's not, that, that wasn't the right answer. Mm -hmm. Um, and also with that, I would say 
I had always felt on my heart to have that conversation of how, how marriage with Jesus in the center looks like for me. And then with that, eventually a family. Um, but I didn't feel like I could really have that conversation with him. And I feel like that's when I started realizing like, God is a priority to me, but I'm not putting it out there that it is. And I didn't feel confident enough to be like, this is how I feel. This is, you know, this is the truth of how, you know, Christ's life um, looks like. And so um, with those two things, I kind of felt like, you know, I know that God is a needs to be a priority in my life. And so with that, um, that was kind of like my realization, like it's not a priority and it needs to be. And so, um, and so anyway, so kind of some kind of return to faith and forgiveness. Like, is there, tell me about Jesus in this moment. That's you thinking there's, there's a better way. Tell tell me how Jesus really, really came in front of you. I, I would say I just really felt convicted about that decision that I made. Um, and I had prayed about it and, you know, me, um, look, not looking for jobs, not looking at school in that area too. Um, I felt like was him talking to me, like, this isn't where, this isn't where you're meant to be. This is not my plan for you. Um, and so I felt like he really did intervene, um, on my life. And I knew that because me knowing him telling me that this was not for me, but I was still go, I was still headstrong going for it. I was still just barreling through and like, this is what I'm going to do. Um, and then, so I just, I kind of was just, I heard him, but I was just still thinking like, well, I know what's right. You know, I, I feel like this is what's best for me, but, um, (laughs) but it wasn't, and that wasn't his plan for me. Um, and so, I feel like that's when I, like, when I realized, like, I'm still doing this, but I know that he's telling me no. That's when I realized, like, I'm not, I'm not listening to him, first of all. And that's the main problem is, Mm -hmm. you know, me feeling like I know what's best when I don't. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so I would say that's when, um, that also my word for 2020 was trust. And that's where that came into. Um, was trusting him too. And so I feel like that's then where my faith came in um, of knowing that he has a plan for me and that wasn't part of it um, and just to trust in him. Um, And so then that had happened spring of 2020. um, And then that's when I decided to reclaim my faith. And that's when I decided to get baptized last summer. Mm -hmm. Um, to really just hold on, just to, like I said, just to reclaim that for myself. Um, because I knew that, I knew that I needed to make a change in my life, um, and to live my life for God. And I knew that this was going to be a big step to help me personally, to make that effort, you know, to make it a priority in my life. Like I hadn't before. That's, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. And, uh, yeah, I remember that baptism. That was a fun day. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was a really good day. So you're, uh, I don't know, somewhere between six, nine, 12 months of new freedom in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Explain to us what that's like. Um, it's along with goes with freedom. I feel like it's liberating. Um, 
especially just reclaiming my faith and making God a priority. Um, I decided to get involved with the um, youth at church. So doing collision. So um, I work with the seventh and eighth graders. Um, and that was a big step um, being an adult leader because I felt like I'm still, you know, I'm reclaiming my faith. So I'm not, you know, you know, years and years and years of wisdom um, and that kind but, of hard sometimes. Like, I think a lot of us think that of, I have to get to a certain place before I can help someone else get there. Yeah. How, how, how did you get through it? Because, because you are serving kids and students all over the yeah. place. How did you, how did you talk yourself into going for it? Uh, well, I prayed about it. I talked with my family about it. Um, and they, and I just, I realized like, you know, even if I feel as if I'm learning alongside with them and growing alongside with them, that could be also more beneficial than have, than just being in that leadership role. Um, because I am only 23 and they are, you know, seventh, eighth grade. So having that closer age, I think is also helpful in the relationship that I build with these students. Um, and then being able to see like, you know, I'm not the, you know, 50 year old adult that's like telling you, well, this, this, and this, but being, I can be honest with them and, you know, we can have those real conversations too. And I can let them know like how I'm doing in my faith and my journey as well. Yeah, you know, both age wise and faith wise, sometimes there is that value of having someone who's not, not that far away from knowing what you're in the middle of. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Uh, for, for you to do that with your, both your age and where you're at in your faith journey to turn around and say, I, I can help someone. Mm -hmm. uh, I think, I think that's fantastic. And that's, that's the freedom of Christ because it's him mm -hmm. doing it through you, not right. that you, not you passing around your maturity. It's, it's <laughs> right. Christ right. has given you, you just pass it along. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, thanks Kennedy. Really appreciate you sharing your story with us. Yeah, of course. Thank you.